Hi, I'm Mario Guerra, the two-time former mayor of the great city of Downey. And I'm here with my co-host of Talking Downey, Eric Pierce, the editor of the Downey Patriot. And you're here listening to Talking Downey with Mario and Eric. Maybe watching Talking Downey. Who knows? Watching. Talk, you're right. Walking, watching, walking, walking, listening. <laughs> walking and listening. You know what's funny is I listen to our podcast. I'm like four or five behind, and I do it when I'm walking. Uh-huh. And I cringe sometimes. I'm oh, like, man, I, I wish I would have said this. Oh, I wish I would have said that. Oh, or, really? You know. See, I cringe too, but for different reasons. I don't like my voice. Oh. And so I, I can't <laughs> listen to myself. I, just, I can't do oh, it. No, great, no. great. Well, this is part of it. Part of our uh, podcast is a conversationalist. Uh, we always talk about this. We we always have great philosophical conversation on and half and off, off, off camera. Yeah. So we do that all the time. So. This is the last podcast of the year, okay? It's a couple of weeks, a week and a half before Christmas, mm-hmm. and a lot of things have been going on in Downey, and Eric and I thought we'd recap the last couple of weeks and also look forward and do a little teaser about for next year yeah. for the podcast, but also about our city. So, Eric, what do you want to talk about today? Well, you know, there, there's there's a lot happening right now in, in Downey. The funny part, you know, being in December, it's usually pretty quiet. Yeah. It hasn't been the case yeah. uh, this year. I think the biggest news is that, you know, in Downey, we have a new mayor. Yeah. Uh, new, new slash uh, familiar face, Claudia Fermetta. <laughs> uh, she's replacing Blanca Pacheco, who resigned, is now in the state assembly you know we should have blanca back yeah uh, we've had her before when yeah. she was a candidate but now that she's in the assembly maybe once she's settled we can have her back yeah absolutely she and she's downstairs we're mm. on the third f- uh, floor here downtown uh, downey down downtown downey uh, the building next to portos mm. and the she's taking over christina garcia's assembly district seat uh in the offices on the yeah. second floor so she's right below us yeah you know christina garcia kind of went away kind of quietly yeah didn't she yeah which i guess is fine i mean i don't know what else you're supposed to do right it was just kind of right. uh, it was kind of a shock yeah uh but no so call from meta uh new mayor you know bring some more uh, sub- some more some stability to the city of Downey, so much needed stability. I, I think she, what I like about her is that she wants to be mayor. She wants to be that leader right now, especially it's it's a really critical time for Downey, you right. know, being in a state of transition. So I'm happy that she's our mayor yeah. right now. I yeah. think she's the right person. Yeah, I think it's good for us on there. It's uh, ironic, uh, uh, Mario Trujillo, Councilman Mario Trujillo mm-hmm. nominated her. Mm-hmm. It was seconded by Hector Sosa, a mm-hmm. new council member that adds a lot to the table now. Uh, and then it was a three-to-one vote. So Catherine Alvarez uh, voted against her. Against it, yeah. And then at, when she was sworn in as the, as the mayor on Tuesday, uh, interesting that uh, Catherine Alvarez did not attend that mm. meeting. So I'm just making obvious statements. So for whatever, of, whatever that kind, means, kind of petty, you know. Yeah. What, whatever. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. It's petty. It's tacky. Yeah. When if your council, you know, even if you don't get along with a council member, yeah. you, you, you know, you don't just show up. It's just it's it's petty. Yeah. It's so juvenile. Because the the you know the dais was empty. Her seat yeah. was empty. So are you, does that mean you're leaving now? You're resigning now? If not, do your job. You know, yeah. that's always kind of my premise. There's a lot of times that you have to show up that you don't look forward to. I don't know if they look forward to it when they know there's a whole bunch of 
protester is going to be there, but they right. show up. Yeah, know? absolutely. So, yeah. I do like that it was um, Councilman Trujillo who nominated right. uh, Claudia because I think that eliminated some of the awkwardness. Right. Because I think there was some speculation that, oh, maybe, you know, Marcher Hill would nominate Catherine right. to, to be mayor. Because he nominated her for mayor pro tem. Right. And it was seconded by Blanca. Right. So, and so for yeah. that, people thought, you know, but yeah. I think that was actually really smart move yeah. by, by Mario to nominate yeah. Claudia, nip it in the bud, and then they made Mario mayor pro tem, yeah. which yeah. makes sense. And then um, I think now we have Hector Sosa came on board. Yeah. I think that added a stability. Here's a stable individual that's paid his dues in Downey, has served at the local level in, uh, for, with our youth, with our groups. Uh, you know, Kiwanis, gangs out of Downey, uh, yeah. West Downey Little League, which I was at and, and so forth for many years. So he comes on board and adds stability. I mean, you had before, you had, you know, Sean Ashton, which you never knew what he was going to say or do or or, or mm-hmm. vote on. I mean, yeah. he wanted the roundabout. Okay, right. that's all you can say, right? And then Donald LaPlante just kind of came in. It was like a Sean Ashton 2.0, mm-hmm. a little goofy thing on there that he was mad that people have to say at the council meeting. Yeah. So you had these, these faucets of it, and then now I think Hector is going to calm things down. Mm-hmm. I think I think you can feel it. With Claudia and Hector, and you can almost feel that that we're getting our council back. I think yeah. There's a, a lot of the residents have a, a hashtag restore order mm-hmm. kind of thing, and they've been doing that. And I think Mario will now see it that you know that his threesome of Blanca, I mean of Claudia, uh, the the threesome, excuse me, that was with Catherine mm-hmm. and Sean Ashton right. and him, the ones that got rid of Gilbert. Right. I think they'll now see that hey, it's that, not that, there anymore. It's not there anymore, and it's right. not coming back. And right. the residents were doing something about it, if right. you will. So, and you know, you know, Hector talking about Hector, he's a big community guy. Yeah. And you know, I, I've known him for for several years yeah. through community organizations, which I think I, is your ideal you know, city council person, somebody who is part of the community, not somebody who just is moving in for the sake of running. Right. You know, I've always known Hector to be, you know, non-political. He, he's somebody who really kind of, uh, he takes a measured approach to things. Right. Right. Um, really smart guy, um, mm-hmm. nice guy. And he, you know, I, I think you and me agree in terms of, we want council members who are going to make decisions for the right reasons, mm-hmm. for what's best for the Downey right. community. Even if we don't necessarily agree with those decisions, we want them to come from the right place. Right. And right. I think for the, and I think they do. I think Hector really comes from the right place. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm excited on there. You know, I take a certain pride too. Is remember. I served that district for eight years and before me, Meredith Perkins. So, you know, we're these old timers that love the district. Mm -hmm. But, you know, the other thing that I think Hector uh, and Claudia will also do is while we represent this district, we need to vote what's in the best interest of the whole city. So many times I didn't care that it was District 2 Mm -hmm. or District 5 or District 3 or whatever. You just do for the city if the city's Mm -hmm. going forward, you know. So there's a certain sense of pride that, okay, you're... Not my seat, but you're right. now representing the same thing. I right. didn't get that with Sean Ashton, yeah. and I wasn't proud of that. So now right. there's something to be proud about too. So. You know, it's funny with Sean Ashton. You know, he, I feel like when when he was first elected, his big thing was the streets. He wanted to repair the streets, and he was a teacher. So I think he he came across like as a very likable 
blue collar type of person. And then that, that kind of changed over the years. He became very political. And you're right, you didn't know what way he was going to go. Mm-hmm. And they just ended the, when he resigned. They just ended. Yeah. There was an even this this last Tuesday would have been the day that you could say goodbye the the transition. Yeah. You know, not even a mention. Nobody mentioned that. And they, he didn't get a mention when he left. But he also did. He took advantage of every perk that that office had. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean. You know, from from having cheeseburgers ordered for himself on there just because he was coming into the office that the city would pay for. It's like, what? I mean, you have to eat anyways just because you're going into the office there. And then, I mean, he went to China on a first-class trip, him and his wife, that was paid for by this company. And the city attorney kind of said, don't do that. And he still did, never reported it. So there's a lot of shady stuff there that I think, and I think he took advantage of every perk that's available to a city council. So I was disheartened by that. It's like, you know, when you mentioned the blue collar right. thing, blue collar folks and stuff don't do mm. that kind of stuff. You know, right. they just, right. they're, they're honest, a little bit more integrity about things. So. All right. What do you think is going to happen? So now we, we have a vacancy now for District 1 with yeah. Blanca gone. The city council can appoint somebody. I think they're going to try to appoint somebody. Right. I, I have my opinions on this. They're going to try to appoint somebody, um, but there's also going to be a special election next November. Next November. What do you think? Who do you do you think the city council will appoint somebody? I think they well. I think they kind of ruled last week they wanted to. They want to for the next eleven months. Now, the 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 problem with that that I see is. If they're going to do somebody that's not going to run, mm-hmm. then, you know, if you really need to fill that seat, okay? Right. But I think it's unfair to put somebody in there that's going to run for office because you basically have the council now picked somebody to run, right. you know, the, 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 to be there. Because you do have a power of incumbency sure. when you're there. Mm-hmm. So depends on what they're going to do. They obviously right. have the right. I think they chose that option instead of appointing somebody for two years and mm-hmm. waiting for the election. Right. I think that um, I think that that if they do it the right way, I think it's fine to fill it up, just kind of like mm-hmm. they did with Lionel Laplante. Right. It was a short-term type right. of thing, uh, but you know, they they didn't make it very clear last time whether no. you could run or not. They asked the question. But Donald LaPlante could run. He just didn't want to run because he had never ran a campaign. Sure. You know, but he if he would have been able to get a say appointed, he's uh-huh. told everybody that uh-huh. he would have stayed in sure. office. You know? You know, I feel like there's a couple of different factors because I, I think it's it's important to know that this person who's appointed is going to play a critical role in choosing the next city manager for right. county. Right. A huge responsibility right. for anybody, let alone, let, let alone somebody who's brand new to the council who doesn't really know what they're doing. That's a big decision. And so I, I can't, in a perfect world, you would have somebody in District 1 who has no interest in running for office, but is experienced in local government and knows uh, and knows how the process works. I can't think of anybody who can do that. I've heard a few names kind of mentioned, people who, who are going to apply, yeah. but they're going. They, their intentions is to run for office again in November. Right. And you're, you're right, they're gonna have an advantage. I, I don't know. I can't think of somebody who would be the right person, the right fit right now. I also don't know if the city council, the four-person city council, will agree on somebody. I'm leaning towards leaving that seat vacant. That's my my And under the current situation, I wouldn't disagree with you. Mm -hmm. I really wouldn't disagree. I think that also you said the big point about appointing the next city manager. 
I don't think, I mean, I don't think Catherine's qualified and God willing on January 31st, she'll be out. I think they have to, they, they may be further down because I know the applicant pool had been closed last mm -hmm. week for the city manager. Mm -hmm. So I can't think that Catherine would have an input on that because she hasn't been in enough council meetings or enough mm -hmm. decisions on there. You know, Hector has a business uh, background and involved in the city. So he, He's a little bit better, at least from an experience standpoint, than no, most new council people. Mm -hmm. uh, but basically, Claudia and Mario are the ones that, that are going to be driving that. Right. So I've heard of some great applicants, some good city managers in other cities mm -hmm. that have applied, yeah. but only because our council has stayed stabilized. Right. When they asked me six months ago, I you know they said, oh, there's no way they wouldn't come in here the way the council was in the goofiness of it and you know the, the chance to get right. fired like Gilbert Levis did. Right. By the way, I saw him last night. He came to, for Martha Sotatani's yeah. thing. I don't want to get sidetracked. So I do agree with you. I do agree with you. Picking the next city manager is huge, and that's happening right now. Right. And it'll probably happen and before the recall of Catherine Alvarez on January 31st. So that could be kind of so weird. You, you, so, so no, that's that's interesting. So you think in the next few weeks, then they're going to choose? Well, they're going to be interviewing, and interviewing. I mean, the, yeah. the 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 bringing in the pool or the RFP part mm -hmm. that's already been closed. Right. So now they're interviewing those candidates from, and they don't have to actually hire somebody. Right. But I understand there's a few that mm -hmm. are good candidates that are that have experience as city managers. Sure. Uh, that would be possibly a good fit for Downey. You know, so. it's interesting too because you know, all, I, I've heard some names also. I'm sure that this same. I, I'm not gonna. We're not gonna say any names. No, we're not. Of course. But but you know, these are you know people from other neighboring cities, and you know, it. It's interesting that Downey, despite what's happening, or because of the last election, Downey is still a desirable city. Right. To to right. to work in. Right. Which I think is a very positive sign. Right. I don't think we were six months ago. I think this election calmed things down. I think the next two elections on there, when Catherine Alvarez gets recalled, I think that whoever runs for office there'll be a pool. And I have stayed away from talking about potential candidates mm -hmm. because one thing focus at a time when the committee asked me i said just focus on getting her uh, out of office because she doesn't deserve to be there so mm -hmm. don't talk about candidate because then you're making mm -hmm. about the next candidate right. it should be whether she's worthy to sit there and we know that she's not right. uh so that's kind of but you're right it's down east good enough that even with all this turmoil you know yeah. uh, so anyways i think we're operation restore order is well on its way <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, there's going to be a lot more coming in soon. Right, the city manager right, and right, the, right, the recall right, and District right, 1. Right. So, there's so moving parts there. Right. But you know what? The election that happened in November, and there was the best Christmas gift that the city of Downey could have gotten. Yeah. Okay, so I think it started the stability. I'm excited. And, That's and, a good thing. And so, and so look, like, here's the thing. It, it, Downey's been, you know, in transition, however, however you want to term it. And I think the city council has the right to move that city in whatever direction they they see. Sure, they, they got elected. If they want another city manager because they feel they want to take the city in another direction, that's within their rights. The whole problem has has been that there's been no communication in what's happening. Why was Gilbert Levis forced to mm -hmm. resign? Right. Why? I, there's there's no clear answer to that, right. and that's what bugs me. If if it was, you know, just a philosophical difference in opinion, I think you know we're adults and you, you deal with it. 
but there hasn't been any kind of communication to that effect. And that's the part that really, I think, kind of bugs me. Mm -hmm. Everything's being done behind closed doors. Right. And look who made the decisions, mm -hmm. too. You mm -hmm. know, you think that there was the three majority to be able to sure. force him out. So look at that, and, you know, two out of the three just aren't very bright, mm -hmm. and they follow along with what the other one was leading. But anyway, it, so. It, it, it gets political. So let's talk about good stuff, okay? Because, again, this is the time to get together. Uh, last night, I attended a uh, going away celebration memor uh, uh, mem memory lane type of thing mm -hmm. for Martha Sotatani from the Downey Unified School District. Yeah. Uh, she was elected the year I was. for the, I was elected 2006 for the Downey City Council. She was elected in 2005. And, uh, and this is her last, you know, she just sure. finished her term. So what a beautiful lady, mm -hmm. uh, what a, a kindred soul and spirit. You know, they talked about, I mean, her and her husband were very big in adopting uh, and foster children and adopting children. And they've done that through all their lives. She taught a class at Long Beach State yeah. to how to work through that and, and stuff. And I just thought, you know, it, it's the kindness, okay? Yeah. The kindness of her and in our community is special, and I think that it came through last night, and I was really happy to be there. Yeah, you know, I couldn't make it, unfortunately. I, I was stuck in the office, but, you, you know, I, I don't think many people know the extent of what Martha Sotitani does yeah. because she doesn't brag about it. She doesn't post about it on social media, yeah. but what she, she's such an advocate for the foster care system yep. and for children. Right. And she, she doesn't just talk it. She, she, she walks it. it. Yeah. She does it. And, and nobody, few people know about it. And she has such a genuine caring heart. Yeah. Yeah. So, so one of the things that was mentioned by um, uh, somebody else last night, so one of the children that her and her husband adopted uh, was an African-American little girl, right? Mm -hmm. So they thought it was so important for her not to lose her roots and her culture mm -hmm. that they changed churches from Downey Methodist here mm -hmm. to a church in L.A., mm -hmm. more in the African-American community, mm -hmm. and that's where they went on Sunday so mm -hmm. she would not lose the, her culture growing up. Yeah. And I thought, wow. Who thinks of that stuff? Yeah. What a beautiful, beautiful gesture. So, yeah. I mean, the lady, again, something she did when my wife, Anne, had a knee surgery. Mm -hmm. Okay, the next day that she was home, she bought, brought dinner to our house yeah. from Lazy Dog on there. So that way Anne wouldn't worry about feeding Ryan. Yeah. It's like, oh, my gosh. You, I was almost embarrassed she did right. it. But what a gracious, beautiful act and stuff. So, yeah, but, she is. She, you know, she, yeah. She's special. Yeah. The school board's not going to be the same with, yeah. without her. Yeah. Uh, but I'm happy that she's going into, into retirement. Yeah. She yeah. She deserves it. Bit. She deserves it on there. Um, you know, something else that came out of that's true. Mm -hmm. We have four, you know, the school board, you know, we've all made fun of that in a, in a nice way. Over so many years, they've had the same school board, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, it used to be one election that'd be the the men would be up for election and yeah. the other one the women would be up um so now there's four mm -hmm. four new school board members right. that have kids in the school district. in the school district so i was talking to some of the staff and they said that's great it comes from a different perspective it keeps them on their toes more now right you know and stuff but i thought that was interesting i it, hadn't it hadn't uh, it, it, i never thought about that yeah. before yeah. but you know it, it makes total sense to have school board members with kids in the district right like currently that it's it seems like a no-brainer yeah but i'm glad that it happened yeah yeah uh, we should mention uh martha's replacement is tyrone uh condi uh, which we know a little bit. He, he works at uh, 
uh, Downey Federal Credit right. Union, and seemed like a nice guy. He had it easy because he ran unopposed, and so he, he and so did Linda. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then right. you had when Jose Rodriguez was running in the last election, there mm-hmm. was three people running. Yeah, when Gigi Saab um, there was running, there was two or three people oh, running. Yeah. So it almost seems—I mean, it's not their fault, but it almost no. seems unfair. You know, Linda oh, and him yeah. put their name in; nobody ran against them, and that's good because we right. know they were good people. Right. But we could have lost some good people if the other ones didn't win. You yeah, know? Absolutely. So. so some new faces on, on the on the Downing School board. Yeah, yeah. So that makes for a good thing. So uh, it was festive. So. Now we're talking, getting ready for the new year, yeah. okay, in the city. So we'll, we'll tease you that we have some great ideas, some great thoughts for next year. I think we're going to get an elevated talking downy. We're going to be uh, more outside. We're going to have more guests. We're going to uh, go uh, be on site more. Uh, we have a new crew, a new team. Uh, so I'm kind of excited about it. I am too. You know, we've been talking about ways to, uh, you know, our, our goal is to reach more people or as as many people as we can uh because you know down there's 111,000 something people 115 now 115, the census, yeah yeah um so not that everybody's going to want to listen you know to talking downy but we can reach you know there's a lot of people so we're looking to uh expand our, our presence on social media um on on the internet and and you know and we're trying to get out there right right i've heard mm-hmm. one of uh, i think Hans or brandon told us there we've had 20,000 views or above that now and so it's kind of it's kind of fun and you know we're we're celebrating our first year we're going into our first year thanks to financial partners credit unit for being our lead sponsor so yeah. anyways so stay tuned for that um, this next couple of weeks, you're going to see some changes in the downtown. Uh-huh. Eric and I are very involved on there. Eric not only is a resident of downtown Downey, and we're sitting in my office here in downtown Downey, but we're very involved with the business district here, um, So, which has decorated uh, downtown Downey very nicely. Very nice. You know, portals downstairs. You can have your picture taken with yeah. all the Christmas stuff. Um, but... Um, there, we've heard from the city that the K rails on Downey Avenue mm-hmm. and some of those parklets are coming down on December yeah. 31st. That's what the council voted about two years ago. So mm-hmm. uh, what are your thoughts on that? I, I think it's time. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 think it's, I think it's time. There was definitely a need for it, obviously, in 2020. Um, I, I think, you know, I'm not opposed to parklets in general, but I think there has to be some standards, maybe some uniformity there. I enjoy eating outside and being outdoors. I think that that's that's great, but I think, you know, you need some regulation, you need some rules, right. and, and you have to get that together first. Right now, it's kind of a mishmash right now. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm happy that it's happening. I'm hopeful at some point we can get some more outdoor dining right. in, in Downey. I'm not sure like what that would look like, but overall, I think it's time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's for those those K rails are ugly. Mm-hmm. I think it blocks on there. I think when you put banners or posters on it, again, we all want to help businesses. Two years ago, mm-hmm. when they were struggling, but now it just looks tacky. Right. It can't. It can't continue to look that way. I know that the downtown improvement district is looking for um, is looking for, to do night markets. Mm-hmm. On, uh, on every other Thursday night and yeah. literally shutting off the street. So that could be fun and exciting. That could be very fun. I think that's going to be coming yeah. early 2023. Yeah. And that's something to look forward to. I mean, it will be basically a, a sort of a farmer's market, 
uh, with, with vendors and all that good stuff. Uh, but at night, yeah, and you know you'll be under the stars, and I think you'll be they'll they'll be a really fun addition to downtown downtown. Yeah, and there's going to be four or five things in this area: new buildings, new type of restaurants on there. Yeah, uh, you had at the corner, you got a Bella at the corner of Second uh, Third Third and and Downey Avenue. Just half a block away, we're going to have the Ojos Locals yeah. on there. And next to it, believe it or not, there's that margarita uh, place yeah. on there that's opening up. Yeah. So that's I'm kind of curious what that is and yeah. how that's going to play. And, you know, I, I can share now that the, the Downey Patriot is moving to downtown Downey. Oh, yeah. I did not know that. So the Downey, the Downey Patriot, this is its it's 20th break, year. Breaking news. Breaking Where's it going to be at? It's going to be uh, on the corner of Downey and 3rd. Uh, where Richard Mortuary. Oh yeah, used to sure. Be, where sure. we're taking um, part of that building, uh, we the the, the Patriot. Yeah. The Patriot is. Well, you're uh, the editor of the Patriot. Yeah, so yeah. but this is a, a Jennifer Decay, owner of the yeah. uh, the Downey Patriot. Um, she, you know, she sees the value uh-huh. in downtown Downey, and she's seen over the years the changes and the excitement. And it seems appropriate to be part of yeah. part of the downtown yeah. Downey, yeah. and so that, that that's going to be happening early, that's great. Er, early next year. You know, the Patriot. Um, I'm sorry, I'm kind of no, uh, really, no, really brief history. When the Patriot started in 2002, uh, it, the, the first office was over at Downey Adult School yeah. in the in the locker room, the old boys' locker room, yeah. and from there it moved over to the YMCA. To the YMCA that closed down building. I remember you yeah. used to go in there. It was, Downey and Arnett. I that was it depressing. Was. It was depressing. <laughs> so now it's so over in Downey and Florence, and so it's exciting to be coming to yeah. to downtown Downey. You know, I'll tell you. Um, last Saturday, so I was here mm-hmm. in the office working in the morning. Uh, and then from here, I walked over to uh, the farmer's market. Uh-huh. And then I had lunch at Porto's. And then that night, I went over to the Mariachi Divas concert oh, at the Downey Theater. The Theater. And then I didn't realize it, but the next day I was thinking, you know, I spent the entire day in downtown Downey. I didn't need a car. It That's was right. walking. It, it was actually, it was very pleasant. Wow. It was nice from morning to night. Yeah. Everything as I need it in downtown Downey. Wow. So seriously, you were the vision that, that Roger Brosmer and I, mm-hmm. when we were downtown, that's exactly what we wanted. We wanted you to be able to stay here. And Absolutely. when there's some new housing, I know you owned a, a condo close by. Mm-hmm. And, that, mm-hmm. and it's perfect. You're right. And now you're going to have your office here, it's, too. It's downtown, it's downtown living. It's perfect. Yeah, yeah very cool. Mm-hmm. You know, so so when you mentioned uh, your, the, the Patriot, the old uh, the old days. So one of the things that Martha Sotitani said last mm-hmm. night, it was very nice of her. She acknowledged me and so forth. She says that first time she met me, it was John Adams's funeral. Mm-hmm. So uh, Jennifer and all of you guys on there had asked me if I would be as a right. clergy celebrate mm-hmm. his, you know, lead the the funeral service right. for him, and and I knew him, you know, mm-hmm. and so forth. And Martha said she did a reading mm-hmm. uh, uh, there in the service. She goes, "That's the first time I ever met you." And to be honest with you, I had forgotten that. Yeah. I mean, I knew that I did sure. it, and John John was at the same home that my mom was at, and mm-hmm. I saw them and, and yeah. so forth. God God rest them. And you guys were family. He didn't really have any other family per yeah. se. Yeah. And stuff. But like it's that. funny though that it's very sweet that Martha remembered that. She did. That's what I'm saying. Is it's yeah. like you know sometimes in life you live the moments and they're special, and then you forget. And then the older I get, I, we have the same thing. I hope my kids won't listen to this. But what that's what happens sometimes with our adult, our adult kids. It says, mm-hmm. Dad, do you remember when you did this and that, and we did this? That was one of our great memories that we did this and that. And at the, and then we, <laughs> and I went through. I was like. 
oh, I don't remember I don't that, remember right? It. But now we've learned because they're disappointed if we don't remember. Yeah. And we're like, so a little while, like, oh my gosh, of course we do. Because <laughs> you don't want to make them feel bad. So, yeah. so don't listen to this episode. We're not going to let my kids know that. It would be funny episode. if our kids don't listen to your podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think only half of them do anyways yeah. right now. But. but you know, it's funny though, because now with uh, social media, you get those reminders. Because yeah. you know, you're always taking photos and yeah. you're posting it. Yeah. You get those reminders. I yeah. think maybe that, you know. Yeah. Maybe 20 years from now, it, it is, and you're right. And now that we see that, you know, in this time of year, is like the swearing ends, whatever. So, you know, I mean, something that's coming up that's very personal to me on there. It comes up December 21st every year. Is when uh, when we first got here from Cuba. Mm-hmm. I came on the Viaje de Libertad, the Freedom Flight, the third one on December 21st. So that's always a big milestone. So I always make sure mm-hmm. that the kids remember because you're here because of that day and what my parents, you know, sacrifice. And, you know, for me, I celebrate my life here in the Mm -hmm. United States because, you know, birth Cuban, you know, American by choice and by who I am. So it's a very special time of year for us all. You can never be president, Mario. I can never be president. Okay, all right. (laughs) So we are sponsored by Financial Partners Credit Union. Nader is the CEO of Financial Partners. I was in a meeting and one of his board members, Eve Pinkowitz, so we were actually having a glass of wine, okay? Mm-hmm. We weren't driving, it was a conference off site, so we were staying there in Ojai. And the three of us were on the side of this mm-hmm. meeting and we said the same thing, because mm-hmm. Nader wasn't born here and Ease was born mm-hmm. in Israel. So we all three said, oh my gosh, we can never be president of the United States. Uh-huh. So we all got sad and we had we toasted to it <laughs> in the Hobet and then you we said, sad that you can never be, that be never be president. Not that you know that yeah, at my age I'm gonna become president now. And there. But um, the one thing we said, well, why don't we start our own country that we can be president of? So that night on the second glass of wine, we decided we're co-presidents. Uh-huh. And every year we've written a better constitution. So the three of us are co-presidents of the country of Catalina, okay? okay? So, and we have fun with that. We take our photos every year at Christmas time. Yeah. We're co-presidents. Mm-hmm. Shoes are optional at our country, okay. okay? Then we made Alex Saab the attorney general, okay? okay? We're still looking for a secretary of state. Okay. And, you know, we don't have, we uh, declared war on the United States. Uh-huh. And then we surrendered about two and a half minutes later mm-hmm. because now that way the United States would have to defend us, right? Because now we're part of their territory anyways the, the silliness of it but every year when we get together we add to that you know if, so. you, if you get a knock on the door from the fbi <laughs> yeah. you know it was yeah. because they were listening we're to co us. we're co-presidents of the, and, you, of, and you declare war in the united of the, states and the country of catalina was close by so our, our entourage <laughs> didn't have to try we've never been to catalina no. we just so anyways but it's kind of funny you said that you're right can't be president but i don't want to be president i want our country to be the best it could be period. there you go oh that was a non-political part yeah i like <laughs> that <laughs> mario Thank you. It's been a great 2022. It has been a great year, man. I'm looking forward to 2023. I've, I've enjoyed every minute of it with you. You and I butt heads. You and I have different philosophies. You and I have different personalities. But we agree with our love for Downey. We agree yeah. our love for people and the righteousness of trying to help others and what mm-hmm. needs to be done yeah. uh, to try to help others. So we just agree sometimes on how to get there. But bottom line, it's the goodness of folks that make our community special. Yeah. And uh, I've always loved that about Downey, and I love mm-hmm. that about you. And over there we have Brandon. It's our new uh, technical director. And, and we have Hans Fritz, our executive producer. And folks, uh, on behalf of Eric and I and the Talking Downey crew, we want to wish you a Merry Christmas and a 
happy new year and great things. See, we actually had, we found our decoration. Pretty, pretty. This uh, is the extent. If, you know, if you're listening, <laughs> it's a tiny silver Christmas six, tree. Six, eight inches long. Yeah, oh. and that's the extent of the Christmas decor- <laughs> decorations in here. What do you want from me? I have a whole country to run, you know, to co-run. You, you know, go. so anyways, folks, God bless you. I hope you've enjoyed it. We want to hear what you have to say. We want to see uh, the thoughts and concerns. Who would you like to have us as guests? We have a whole list for next year of interesting guests that we're going to have here because we do want to hear from the community. Mm-hmm. Uh, but let us know storylines, uh, points. Even if you have an event for one of your groups that you'd like us to at least mention mm-hmm. and publicize a little bit, we'll be more than glad to. So thanks for listening. Thanks for staying with us. And we look forward to a, a beautiful 2023 together. So signing off, Talking Downey with Mario and Eric.